for you being a little bit more on the outside, how has the dynamic of the group changed since, you know, old members left? I, I don't think this has anything to do with the dynamic of the group, but I think, like, over the time of all that stuff happening, like, the group kind of in a cocoon, basically, and kind of, like, like, butterfly. I don't know how to explain it, say it, but, like, I feel like it gave me time to grow, and it definitely gave me time to make my spot in TFA more prominent and actually get a name for myself. Funny thing is, though, like, a lot of people on my TikTok, like, they be coming, like, you're part of the Future Kings, bro? Mm-hmm. I feel like people know me more for, like, rodeo. Well, I had to rebrand myself again on TikTok because I, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. That's honestly a good problem to have, right? Because now you're seen as your separate entity, whereas if you're a part, yes, you're a part of the group, right? That's your family. But being a part of a group and holding that identity so close to you, it's hard for you to separate from, you know, what's going on. This is Sad Boy Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we got a special guest, little special guest. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Hey, my name is Rodeo. I'm a member of the Future Kings, musician, influencer. I do it all. He I, do- I do it all, for real. <laughs> nah, he does it all, for real, for real. And we're going to definitely talk about a lot of that. Man, there's just so much that you shot me that I was like, fuck, like, how do I fit all of this in, right? But yeah. not only that, it's like, how do we go into depth with it, right? Because there's so much that goes on in people's lives that we don't necessarily see. Uh-huh. We got to be able to let the yeah, audience exactly, know, exactly, right? Bro. Make sure you guys go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. First member of the Future Kings to be on, so let's go ahead and get it. All right, bro, so you do a lot. And, you know, TikTok, music, clothing, dancing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the funny thing is I was listening to Drake today. You're listening to Drake today. Some sad boys, bro. Sad boys for real all the time. And Drake, you know, in Over, he says, I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the fuck are y'all, right? And that shit happens a lot as a creative. You're always running into people that, you know, you don't fucking know. You didn't know a month ago, right? And the way that you're treated based on these relationships really depends on who you are and what you do, not really the person. And that's a conversation I've been having a lot with a lot of people. So for you, how have these creative outlets impacted your life, both positively and negatively? Creative outlets, like you mean like me doing music or like? Everything, bro. I mean, like I said, you do it all. TikTok, dance. When we first talked, you said that TikTok has really changed your life. Yeah, I, I would say that, bro. Um I say these creative outlets change my life because, like, well, music I've always loved doing. Like, um, like my dad was a musician, so like, you know, I always liked music from doing that. Um, but music always makes me feel like good. One thing I don't like about, like, I always have pros and cons of everything. Like, low key, I could be like a positive and a negative person. I'm very non-biased towards things. Music I love doing, but I, the community that surrounds it sometimes is just like it's so subjective. You know what I mean? Like. A thousand people can like my music and a thousand people cannot like music. Or like ten thousand people can me- mess with it. Like it's very like polarizing, you know. Especially oh, I think being like a, like an Asian rapper in a culture that's not really built on Asians is definitely a lot harder. So one thing that is like a creative outlet that really has just been all positive for me has been like social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just being able to be myself and people really just like like what I have to say and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's fun. For you, how do you feel like it's impacted you personally? I think it's impacted me personally because, well, before, bro, I used to be surrounded by people who really only cared about how many followers I had or, like, how, how, like, how much, like, clout I had. And I feel like, I feel like none of that matters. I feel like as long as you're, a, you're able to do good business and you put out good content, like, you're going to be set. You're going to be successful. So 
I wanted to, the social media helped me because I was able to get the clout, but in a business format and just show people like, I don't need, this is not like clout. This is like me just being able to market myself and being able to just put myself out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's affected me positively and I definitely think it's definitely put me on the right path to where I want to be. And yeah, and it definitely sounds like you have the right mindset on like where you want to be, right? Because you mentioned that right off the bat mm-hmm. that people only really gave a fuck about the clout you had. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to see that from a young age. So I'm surprised that like you're noticing it, it right away, right? Yeah. Because when I was, you know, 18, 19, I was like, fuck, I want I want this, this and that, right? I want people to know who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm slowly obtaining that, it's like yeah, I can have the world know who the fuck I am, but who really gives a fuck about what's being said? Who gives a fuck about the content that's being created? Exactly, yeah. They're only watching you because of the name you're creating rather than what it, you're doing, right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like the industry is so saturated. Like, back then, you know, there's only, like, a couple people. Maybe, like, people would only know, like, five musicians. Now you could you could go days naming musicians, you know what I mean? The, I think the industry is so saturated that it's less of what content you put out, but it's more of the person. Like, like Jack Harlow is just like, people like he's funny. Like, I've been following Jack Harlow for a while. He's been putting out e- way better music before. Like, he, like Jack Harlow is one of my favorite artists, but he put out way better music before, in my opinion. Are you talking about because First Class wasn't all that? No, no. For, I think First Class is hard. I like First Class. Nah, I don't, I don't think like it was. I didn't think it was all that. You know, my favorite song by Jack Harlow, Way Out. And it's not it's not, oh, beca- oh, um, it's not because of Jack Harlow. Yeah, it's because of Big Sean. Dude, that's your favorite song, bro? Oh. Big Sean went hard on that shit, bro. Big Sean said, oh, my ex treat me like I ain't there. What happened to the feelings and love that we still share? Uh, bro, you remember that, that little hit for you, bro. You yeah, still remember it. Come and pull it up. Hold on. I think the thing with Jack Harlow is that people really only start messing him for, like, his personality. I think it all stemmed from, like, 2017 rap, like, with Cardi B. Like, people really only mess her because her personality, bro, like, so fun, like, so energetic, bro. It's not the music that's really different. It's like, damn, it's Cardi B. Not that it's a good song, but, like, People are really, I feel like social media has definitely created a generation of hype beasts. I think that when you go back and look at the music, it, you know, I always say that music creates memories. That's the thing, right? Because when I go back and listen to Cardi B's music, I think of, you know, the nostalgia that I have from when I was that age, 18, 19, when those songs were coming out, right? Life was easy then. You didn't have to deal with all the bills, the adulting responsibilities, right? And it takes me back and it feels good. So that's the thing about Cardi B's music is it me- it's meant to make you feel good. It doesn't matter what the fuck she's saying because she's not saying anything like yeah. crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But she's making sure that the people feel good and the vibes are right. Yeah. So that's the thing about Cardi B, right? But I found the lyric, all right? Mm-hmm. It says, my ex treat me like I ain't there. What happened to the feelings and love that we still share? Just like the girls who got my name tatted and covered up. I know deep down under the surface it's still there. Dang. So, so that's, that's raw. That's why I picked that bar, and that's why that's my favorite song, because, bro, I had just did an episode called um, Did It Even Matter? I was very much in that headspace where I just felt, damn, did that shit even matter? Like, do they even care? So I saw that bar, and I was like, fuck, yeah, that shit hit. I should have pulled that, right? Yeah. But let's get back to it, right? The reason I ask you that question about the creative outlets, right? Mm It's because, you know, it's there's so much that goes into it. Uh, a lot of people look at the positive, right? They always focus on, oh, what has it done for me positively? But we don't notice the negative that goes into it. The negative lot. that goes with creating? Becoming a major 
a major persona within creative. Oh, okay, yeah. Because just like we said, people don't focus on you. They focus on what the fuck you're doing. Uh, you mentioned fake friends, and that was like a heavy thing that you had emphasized when we were talking. Yeah. In entertainment, there's so much of that. Yeah, yeah. Drake, I got fake people showing fake love to me. G-Eazy in a song called Wanna Be Myself, he says, They'll never understand what it's like to be an artist. Make some shit I don't feel. Yes, man, tell me it's the hardest. I feel like when you're surrounded by people that really don't don't understand what's going on, right? People that just want the money. They just want to be around you. They're never going to tell you the truth about what's going on. And I think that's really the epitome of fake friends, but also fake relationships where there's nothing there that holds, you know, holds to it. Yeah. So for you... What's an experience that you've had that's like this, and how has it changed your view on people? Damn. Uh, an experience that I had where people, like, just want to, like, use me or, like... Just those relationships where it's a lot of fake love. I mean, bro, I've went through a lot of that, bro. Like, there's, a like, almost, like, a lot of people I work with, like, you'll see me cool on social media. Well, like, no, like, everyone in my group, TFK, like, that's all real love, bro. Like, that's my second family. Like, for sure, that's all real love. But, like, some other people I work with on the side, bro, like they're really only like keep secrets from me or like I'll work with them, do a song with them. And it's just like <coughs> with them do the song with them and then they take all the credit for like my work. And like, they'll just use me, like pump, like milk me, milk me. Like, like that sounds kind of sus, but like milk me out of all the clout that I use, all the marketing that I put behind that, all of my intelligence. And then they'll take the credit from what I had, the hard work I'd done. I can't, I don't want to say names, but like there's songs I released where it's just like, man, they don't talk to me after the song. I'm that it's all cool. Like it's like, as if like I knew this interview was gonna like go crazy and like you were able to monetize it. I'd be like calling you every day, really, like talking, give you ideas. Mm -hmm. Then after the interview drops, I'm gone. I'm just I'm waiting for the check <laughs> to come in. So it's like, dude, there's there's things like that. But man, I get it, bro. Like people, you gonna get your money no matter what. And I fell for it. It's my it's my fault. The best thing, the best advice I ever taught myself was to be accountable for every action I make. Yeah. Every every action that happens to me, I'm accountable for. I think that's one of the hardest lessons that you have to learn when being in this industry, right? Is that you're only worth what you're doing for something, somebody yeah. lately, right? In this industry, that's a lot of the shit that you're going to learn, that you have to continuously look out for yourself in a sense because nobody else is going to look out for you the way that you're looking out for you. You know, even when you're on a team, right, you still got to make sure, like, I contribute to the team, but at the end of the day, like, I got to make sure that this shit gets put out, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're the only person that's going to really focus on what Rodeo has going on, right? Mm -hmm. You're the only person that's going to put out the music for Rodeo, put out the marketing for Rodeo. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the most important lessons you have to learn is that, yes, people can offer their help, but don't take everybody's word to the grave. Oh, man, yeah. You got to take it with a grain of salt Absolutely. because you hold on to shit and... Um, is that like, yeah, that's a big thing, bro. Like, man, like, like when I started making, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro, but like, like every, like when I used to drop music, brother, be people tell me like, oh my god, hard, like this is hard, bro. Like I want to like invest in this and stuff like that, and I'd never be able to drop the song, like you know what I mean. So it's just like a lot of false, uh, there's a lot of false promises, but then again, I've been blessed with a lot of like great promises, so I don't really, um, it doesn't really affect like affect me, but I definitely feel. You know, it's not really that the fake promises affect you. It's that the fake promises, it's like, don't don't come to me and tell me some yeah. shit when you're not going to follow through on it. Like, yeah. that shit pisses me bro, off, bro. Me mad, bro. I, especially because 
my time is my time, bro. I'm like, I'm not coming to you to tell you, put me on with this, put me on with that. Like, I stay out of your way. I don't do anything. And then you want to come to me and tell me, I got this opportunity for you. And I never fucking do anything with it. Like, that yeah. shit makes no sense to me. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm something that, like, I'm very avid about is, like, I'm a, because, because of that, like, I'm a, I'm a doer. Uh, like, I'm, I just do things. Like, I don't, I don't tell people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, even with, like, just, like, my, like, I manage my friend Diego's account. Like, that's, like, my brother. Like, how's that saying? He came up to me one day. He was, like, bro, I want to grow my TikTok. So then I just did it for him. Like, we barely even talked about it. I just, bro, film this right now. All right, I'm gonna post it. Use these hashtags, bro. And it's only been a month. He only he's halfway to 10k, but bro, I didn't even on TikTok or Instagram. It took me at least four years to even get to like 1k. Mm-hmm. It's those things that you learn along the way that, and that's what we were talking about earlier. That people gatekeep, right? It's those things that you learn along the way that sometimes you don't really want to give out, right? It's hard because you had to put in that work to figure that shit out, right? Because you said for three, four years, I was over here on the grind trying to figure that shit out. And then when somebody just gets it within a month or two, it's like, fuck. Yeah, bro. I, I also provided all my friends, no matter, I don't care how much time they have. I don't care what they do. I don't care what they look like, bro. I'll always provide that, bro. Because I remember there was times where, like, I wanted to grow my page. And, like, there was stuff that was going viral with my friends. But, like, they didn't let me in it for no, like, there was, like, no, there was, like, no reason. Like, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't being included. So that's why I make all my content, like, anybody will be able to be included in it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll take, if somebody, some people come up to me in school, they're like, hey, bro, let's film this. I'll be like, I don't care, bro, let's film it. I don't care how much caught you, like, caught you. Like, it's like, we could, as long as you're funny and you you look good on the camera, like, you're not, like, awkward. Like, it's like, we'll film, we can do, we can work, you know what I mean? So what's one of those experiences that, you know, you say that people didn't let you in on it? I had two friends that were, like, going viral and stuff. And, like, I wanted to grow my page, and everyone was telling me, bro, you need to grow your page. Nobody helped. Nobody helped me grow my page though. So like, I guess I needed to put my own work in too. So I needed to learn that too. It was a good experience for me. But like at the same time, like, Diego, like with my friend Diego, I figured it's a lot. It's a lot more helpful to like cheer something on and help it rather than let that person fend for themselves. Cause it's like that takes a long time. You just put them down. You kind of uninspire them. I heard like I I like in I'm in high school. Like I take a class. Like I I'm in like like a psycho like AP psychology class. And like. It kind of, like, I took that class cause, not because I want to be like a psychologist or anything, but because I wanted to learn more about hey, it. Hey, bro, what's wrong with psychology? Hey, I so majored in psychology. You majored in psychology? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, I like psychology. And they, they told me they were like, if you like tell somebody a bunch of negative things, like they're most likely not like not being able to achieve their goals. But if you like tell them a bunch of positive things and like cheer them on and stuff like that and like actually help them. Like it was like about like parenting, like parents who like don't say anything to the bad things they do, but only reward the good things rather than parents who punish the bad things and say nothing about the good things, the parents who did, who only cheered on the good things and didn't say anything to the bad things ended up uh, producing a much more successful children. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same thing with like friends and businesses. As long as you only talk about the positive, like even my friend messes up, I just, I kind of just like ignore it. And then I'll be like, okay, bro, focus on everything you did good. Cause it'll eventually grow onto that. And I get that, bro. I honestly understand that because for me, when I was growing up, that's how my dad was low key. That he would always, if I didn't get an, if I got like a B, I got like all A's and one B on my report card, right? Mm-hmm. He would be like, "Why didn't you get an A? Why didn't you get straight A's?" I'm like, "Bro, like I'm out here doing yeah. what most people can't really do, right?" Uh-huh. And they always focused on, "Oh, do better, do better, do better," mm-hmm. and 
I was just talking to somebody yesterday how I feel like that's really impacted me to the point where I I'm never satisfied with what I do, right? Say this shit hit a million, I still would be like, man, let's get two million. Yeah. And it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because that means that I'm always staying ambitious, but it also leaves that hole of I'm never satisfied with or happy with what I actually accomplish. I can never take in the fact that I'll give you an example, right? We just hit 600 followers on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. We gained 100 followers in like less than a month. Mm -hmm. It took me a year to get to 400 followers. So shit like that, right? It's the little wins that I'm not able to appreciate as much because of shit like that. And it reminds me of, have you watched Mr. Peabody and Chairman? Yeah, I have watched that. Movie. And the that movie. was a long time ago. That's yeah. an old movie. Hey, man, I reference whatever on here. In the movie, the dog, Mr. Oh, Peabody, he tells the kid, like, you can't. No, he's like, you can't do that. You're going to fail. And the kid's like, I am. And then he actually fucking fails. You know, it's all about encouraging people to actually do good and the fucking that they can be successful. Exactly. I feel like that's a lot more helpful than just telling somebody, like, nah, like, you're all right, bro, like kind of gatekeeping stuff so for you since your dad's so successful how is that rubbed off on you well my, my dad gives me a lot of good advice like i'm stubborn sometimes so i don't really listen to him but like he he ends up giving me a lot of good advice but um he uh i mean he brought me into tfk you know and tfk is really like tfk is like part, partly my life but you know i gotta figure out who i am as a person too mm-hmm. i can't i love like this is my second family but still my own my real even my real family is not my whole identity i'm still my own person so I, th- I would say TFK is my whole life, but like, you know, most of my life is me. Mm-hmm. So, what's one of those lessons that your dad has taught you that you say that you're too stubborn to listen to? By the way, his dad's jargon. Just so you guys know, yeah. <laughs> so we're not just over here saying your dad, your dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, jargon, the rapper, manager of Future Kings. Yeah, that, that's my dad. But most people think he's my brother, though. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's my dad. But I think a a big a piece of advice, like from a young age, was the the self fulfilling prophecy. Like, I still, I, damn, like, that low-key get me chills saying that. Like, it's kind of like um, the self-fulfilling prophecy is basically, like, if you say something's going to go bad, it's going to go bad. Like, you self-fulfill your own destiny. So, like, if I, if I walked in this interview, I was like, damn, bro, like, like dude, I'm going to fail this interview. I'm so nervous, bro. Like, I'm going to fail it. But, like, damn, if you, you're if nervous? You, huh? Uh, you're nervous? No, I'm not nervous. I'm saying, like, like for, like, a performances before, like, you know, well, like the example he gave me back in the day was like, if if I if I go to school and I say I'm not gonna make any friends, um, if I go to school, I'm, I'm like, damn, I'm not gonna make any friends. I hate school. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do good in school and I'm not gonna make any friends. But if I go to school, I'm like, damn, like I don't even care about these people. Bro. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do good. That's how I walk into school all the time, bro. A lot of people don't even like me, but like, I mess with everyone at my high school, bro. That's so funny. For real? Yeah, but everyone's an NPC. You'd be surprised how much, how less people actually care about you than they actually do, or like care about what you're doing, bro. Like, bro, like some some of my classes, like I'll be like, I'll just like walk in screaming, bro. Like I'll be like, like I still get good grades. Like, I have all A's right now, but like, I'll walk in screaming. And I'll be like, and that just annoy everybody. You're ignorant. Well, I'm yeah, not is ignorant. That what you're saying? You're I'm not. Ignorant? I'm not ignorant, but like, bro, my high school, bro, I'll just like, I'll yell at people, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm not like a bully, but like, I just like, I, I feel like. But I don't really care. He's about trying to make sure you don't sound like an asshole right now. Bro, no, but <laughs> I, I don't care. Like I don't care about high school. Like people think like, a lot of people's lives are all in high school, and it's just like for me, it's not like that. Like my life is. When people ask me about my day, I I tend to talk about everything but high school. I mean, that's really because you're so successful at 
other aspects of your life at such a young age, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't have anything other than school and what's going on at school. And that's that's how people peak in high school, right? Because they live in the old days. They hold on to the glory days where they were the most popular person, where they were the most important thing in the world. They thought they were the main character, right? They had main character energy. And in reality, those are the people that end up being the side characters and really don't do shit. Yeah. In your bio, you have, if you knew everything I do, you treat me different. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, okay. So before before I had the person to know, because like I, I I like I know a lot of people and like I do a lot of like good stuff, but you know everything I do, you treat me different. People see like people like people see my TikTok, they're like, oh okay, he's he's cool. But like people see my Instagram, like they see like my my follower count is not bad. I was like five thousand followers. They're not gonna like. They're just gonna see me for that. A lot of people just see me for the five K. They don't see me for everything I do. If they knew everything I do. Like I'm, I'm a straight businessman. Like I can run ads. I can market anything I want. I could run, except for my Instagram. But <laughs> I can, I can market anything I want. I can market anything I want. Any brand. I, I sold out my brand like within the first week. I mean, and it was my first job. I never ran a clothing brand. It was my dream. But you know, I grew my Instagram pages. I'm growing all my friends' Instagram pages too. Like I'm running it up with all my friends, trying to get as many promos. I think a play for the team is better than just a play for myself. Mainly because like I, I, I mean, there's pe- of course there's people who shared the bread with me, but like I want to just make sure it's. I'm not never. I'm never stingy with it, mm-hmm. but I think if you knew everything I do, you treat me different. Like, I feel like if I had a hundred thousand followers, I have a lot of more people trying to be cool with me than how I do now. Yeah. That's I think is kind of crazy. So, I feel like the the stuff that I do, like people would people would treat me with more respect if they knew everything. How you feel about that though? Really, the fact that people would treat you differently if it were the other way around. You know, sometimes I feel a way. I used to feel a way, but like now I don't really. I I don't really care how people how people feel. I just put that because like people read it. But like, I'm, I'm not responsible for nobody's feelings. Like, you could, I I say something and people could feel any type of way. I was posting like Asian man contact. I almost, people were trying to cancel me for making fun of my own race. <laughs> but like, I, I'm not accountable for their feelings. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a human being and do what I gotta do. Of course like being respectful with it but he said respectfully yeah respectfully but like let me get back on track with it i think with like the the part that affects me about like people treating you because you're like follower account i feel like it's just like it's, it kind of shows how like disconnected everyone is but i don't want to be like Jaden smith you saw the Jaden smith interview no. like can we please talk about economic <laughs> and i don't want to be like that like you don't want to end up a meme yeah bro like follow bro no matter what follower followers are gonna matter bro like everyone wants to be like a digital jesus bro like, I was gonna put that as my bio, digital Jesus, digital Jesus. trying to get all the followers. But um, you know, something that I talked about it in an interview that it got fucked up. That was the one we were supposed to release on Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, you know, when I go on Instagram and I see the followers, I see the likes. I really don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really don't give a fuck. I just look at it and I take it with a grain of salt because at the end of the day. What really matters is who's connecting to that shit, right? Because people are going to follow, people are going to like your shit, and people are going to connect to it. When they like it, not everybody connects to that shit. They're just liking it to like it. And I appreciate those people because without those people, my shit wouldn't grow, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, how many of those people, had I said some shit where it's like, damn, I'm down bad right now. If I said some shit that shows I'm going through it, who's going to reach out to me and say, Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And that's what's most important to me at this point in my life is that 
those people that are reaching out to me to say, how are you doing? Because there's so many people that are just going to say, let me get on your podcast. Bro, I was downstairs. And some dude, he he told me, he's like, what do you do? I'm like, I have a podcast. And he's like, oh, can I get on? Follow my Instagram. I'll go ahead and take a look at your stuff and we can we can talk. Because at the end of the day, I can't just promise everybody, I got you, yeah, I got you, I got you. Thing, yeah. Because with you, well, I told you I'll shoot you a date ASAP, right? Also, like, I've been rocking with y'all stuff for a while, so I was like, you know. That's what I'm saying. You hit me up a while ago. It wasn't overnight. Hey, I got you. I got you right now. Yeah. And I think that doing it based on the fact I rock with people's shit rather than, oh, they got a name? Let me just throw them on. Yeah. Because if you got a name and I can't talk to you, it's like, what the fuck? What am I getting? What, yeah. what is the point? Yeah. What I wanted to get into now is business, right? Yeah. And you talk a lot about TFK. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and talk about how you got involved with them and how it, that's impacted your life. Um, well, Isaiah uh, came forever. He, he used to babysit me when I was a little kid. I was never, I, I, I don't think, like, um, like I wasn't, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't think, I think I'm talented now, but I don't think I'm talented as in, like, the fact that I'm born with these, like, these skills. Like, I don't think I'm talented. I think I'm just a hard worker. So I think, what, like, that's going to come back to this, but. With Isaiah, like, he used to babysit me and stuff, and I always watched him. I always look up to them. I tell everyone in school, hey, bro, like, I know the guys in TFK. Used to go on tours in Minnesota, bro, like, everywhere. Like, we, like they used to just do shows after shows, bro, for, like, so little money. Like, maybe get, like, 100 bucks, or whatever, you know what I mean? And um, just to watch how hard Isaiah works, you know, like, it kind of inspired me one day. And Isaiah always was, like, kind of an older brother to me. Like, we, had, we were really close. Then some, like, during middle school, kind of broke off because I didn't get to see them while I was out there doing AGT and all that stuff. But then um, I definitely, in high school, I definitely connected full circle. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's my older brother, for real. Mm-hmm. But um, I got involved with him through my dad because my, my dad is a musician. And um, my dad wanted them as, like, backup dancers because my dad thought they were raw. And, you know, um, my dad always knew they were going to be something. Yeah, he he always knew like Jarion, he always knew they were gonna be something. There's always people I think one of his lawyers actually said like, Hey, like how are the how are those uh dan- how are those dancers doing? Like hold on to them. Mm-hmm. And like it ended up being like a good like investment, I would say. Because like my dad well, my dad manages all of them now. Well, all of us. And um yeah, I definitely think it's been a wild ride. I think Isaiah's like definitely somebody I look up to. I think he's a genius, but yeah, because obviously I was gonna say with the publishing deal, if you know much about that, but obviously he'd be the one to ask about that shit. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, what publishing? Or a distribution deal. Distribution deal. With Warner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He he would know more about that. Yeah. Hey, are you Nardwire, bro? How do you know about that, bro? <laughs> I know everything, bro. Somebody was leaking the info. <laughs> I know everything. I know that you changed. Your distribution changed to Rodeo from Forever Records. Oh, oh, that. No, 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 no. That that's what you're talking about the rodeo to forever, forever records to rodeo. No, no, that's that's a whole separate thing. That's a whole separate thing. But for you, why why'd you do that? Why you changed from forever records to rodeo. It was more. It's not like me being apart from the group. I'm not gonna lie. I low key switched to a different distributor. I didn't uh, actually. Nah, I was gonna put it at forever records, but after my song Out of Time drop with um. JP, it was just under our names, and I was like, I want to let labels like labels know that I'm not signed to some something. Like I want them to know I'm it's independent. Like, everyone marketing this music, of course, my team helps me, but it's all my work. So, 
you know, I rep TFA all the time, you know. I do anything for that thing, but, like, you know, so at the end of the day, that's, that, that's my business. Like, Rodeo kills, I don't put the TFA logo on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why would I do that to my music? Right. And I, I rebranded all my music. I took down a lot of songs. I used to have a lot of uh, mid music. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I only have, like, six songs up or four. Six or four songs up. No. My favorite is definitely your latest, the Fi. Fi? Yeah. Dude, everyone tells me they likes that song, but it, it did. You don't like that shit? I love that song, bro. Josh K is definitely somebody I look up to, too, bro. Josh K is like, man, that's 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 a big brother to me, bro. Yeah. He's, he's a GOAT. I think he's an underrated GOAT in the industry. I'm not going to lie. I think right. he's one of the most intelligent musicians there. I definitely think you should check him out. Everybody watching this, I think if you if you hear me talking about Josh K, you should definitely check Josh K out. Cause not only is he a musician, but he's like he's a genius businessman, bro. He owns like a bunch of studios. Yeah, we'll definitely check him out. I think that uh, man, I'm always open to hit up anybody. Yeah. But going back to the TFK thing real quick, right? Mm. Um, you've done a lot. You like you legit rep that shit. Yeah. You rep that yeah, shit. Yeah. And for you, I wanted to ask you. You know, you're not with them, like, out in Vegas, right? You're obviously out here. For you being a little bit more on the outside, how has the dynamic of the group changed since, you know, old members left? The dynamic of the group? Wait, because I wasn't really... It's okay, so the dynamic kind of changed because it's mainly... Now it's a different three members. It's Max, Eve, Renzel, and Isaiah. But um, I don't think it's ever really changed because of me living out here. I think I've always like I've always helped writing stuff. I've always helped like um, anytime they need me to do a video or, like promos and stuff. I always do it out here. I, I love Chicago, bro. I really hate traveling. I don't think the dynamic of working has changed at all. I definitely think with a lot of people in a group, there's a lot of hands in like the pot. So I definitely think like it gets hectic sometimes. Some people have disagreements. Some people have this. It's always disagreement. I feel like now with the main with like. Um, there's a lot less disagreements on things now that we have like, um, like a lot of like, just like kind of le less people, but more of a similar mindset of people, more like more like um, people who are focused on like more of the numbers, but also the talent. I feel like when you just focus on talent, you get you get kind of nowhere. Like even I know that. Like I wish it was a talent. Like it's like you know I make great music, bro. But end of the day, it's like who grows the best numbers. So there's a reason why Lil Pump is more popular than some of these underground artists, because mm -hmm. he knows how to get numbers. Or Six Nine, just dropped Gene, you know, like, um, he knows how to get the numbers up. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people who play guitar, play instruments, spend years on this, years of vocal practice, they don't get half the, they, in their whole lifetime, they don't get half the living. So I feel like the dynamic of group has changed because we have a lot of, like, people who are more focused on, like, numbers and stuff. I definitely think, like, respect to everyone, like, everyone who left, but, like, um, I definitely think there's a lot less disagreements now. I feel like, um, you know, I, I don't think this has anything to do with the dynamic of the group, but I think, like, over the time of all that stuff happening, like, the group kind of in a cocoon, basically, and kind of, like, like, butterfly. I don't know how to explain it, say it, but, like, I feel like it gave me time to grow, and it definitely gave me time to make my spot in TFA more prominent and actually get a name for myself. Funny thing is, though, like, a lot of people on my TikTok, like, they be coming, like, you're part of the Future Kings, bro? Mm -hmm. and I feel like people know me more for, like, rodeo. Well, I had to rebrand myself again on TikTok because I, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. That's honestly a good problem to have, right? Because now you're seen as your separate entity, whereas if you're a part, yes, you're a part of the group, right? That's your family. But being a part of a group and holding that identity so close to you 
it's hard for you to separate from, you know, what's going on. It's hard for you to separate yourself because let's say, let's say Isaiah left, right? Mm. Obviously it's his creation, but say he left. People are only going to know him for the future kings. They're not going to know. And well, even actually, no, I think, I actually think Isaiah is his own, his own thing. I feel like, a well, lot, yeah. I, I feel like he's the wrong person to use it for that example, but yeah. because he's self-branded himself so hard as king forever and he's already, you know, he's the lead. He's the front man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I didn't know you were part of the Future Kings until I saw a TFK. I'm like, yeah. uh, that was interesting. Yeah, a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know. I'm not out in Vegas, but, like, I mean, we have a member called Lord Heck who, I, like, I was actually a fan of this dude, but we have a new member called Lord Heck. He lives in New York, so me and him are kind of on the same thing. Like, we do our own stuff out here, but we help the group get promos. We help the group run up the numbers, go viral and stuff. Like, you know, we just have that affiliation. I, I'm still like a, like I'm still gonna go out to Vegas. You know, like every summer. I go, well, not every summer, but every summer since last summer, and I'm gonna go out to Vegas. But um, there's no reason why I can't do my part out here. Like Teen Titans, I'm like Aqualad, like Aqualad, the main group in Vegas. For you, do you feel like you're surrounding yourself with the right people? Yeah, bro. If I feel if if I if I have any new friends that just make me feel bad, or like I just feel negative, like I'll cut, I'll stop talking to them. Mm-hmm. Some people, bro. I feel like so many people are not who they say they are, bro. I feel like a lot of people, especially my age, try to just cap. Like they try to. They just try to say lies, bro. Like, you know, they try to be fake stock investors, fake hard workers, fake people. So many of these fakes, bro. Like, and I, I could see right through people, bro. I see, I'm a professional hater, bro. Like, You're I will go, I will literally find out if the person knows what they're talking about. Cause, like, I'm, into, I'm an intelligent person. So I'll find out what they're talking about. I will ask for, I will, I will like, kind of nudge the proof. And, and that's not the only reason why, but, like, just the manner of the way they talk. Like, there's so many people who are just such wannabes, bro, and such fake flexors or, like, people who don't work hard and just, like, lie, bro. And that, that really has bothered me lately, bro. Because, like, I put in hard work, and I don't flex half the mu- half as much as these people do, and they're not who they say that. And people believe them, but they don't, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That shit's funny as fuck. You said, I'm a professional hater. I'm a professional hater, bro. I am a professional hater, bro. If you say you do something, bro, and, like, I just know it's a lie, bro. Like, most, most things that people tell me, even, like, like some people I'm cool with, like I, anything you tell me, bro, I just know it's, it's I know it's already a lie, bro. Like I, I know it's cap, bro. Cause behind the scenes, it's not that good. It's funny as fuck because I was working at a high school, right? Yeah. I was a substitute teacher, and this one kid, bro, I swear to you, he is a pathological liar. Yeah. This this kid, and he's funny as fuck because he would always walk into class and say. Let's talk about PMB Rock. Oh, remember when PMB Rock was running the game? I'm like, bro, PMB Rock was never running the game. Yeah, PMB Rock was, he's cool, <laughs> but he was but never, he was never the at the top. And he comes in, oh, Fetty Wap just dropped a new project. You hear? I'm like, bro, leave me alone. <laughs> he did not drop a new project, bro. Like, this kid, I swear to you, I told him, I'm like, I don't know if I can believe anything you ever say. The only thing I know about you is you go to this school and he makes music. Yeah. So... I, that's it. And maybe he just maybe he just fooling around. I don't know. I guess. Nah, bro. I feel like so many people are, are like liars. Not even in a funny way, bro. Like in a way to like, like try and make you feel better. Try, you know what I mean? And it's just I'm not gonna get to me because I already know. Everybody. Like so many people are liars, bro. Yeah. There's more people who aren't what they say there than there are people who are what they say there. Man, 
I mean, you're pretty wise for your age, bro. You're the youngest person we've had on this fucking really? show. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. When I started this shit, bro, I was 21. And a lot of people were like, damn, you're 21. So then I see you 18. I'm like, damn, you're 18. You're the youngest fuck. Dude, doing what I do, bro, I've literally messed up in every, like, like it's literally been process of elimination, bro. Messed up from beaming, having a dumb hairstyle to me just dropping the wrong music to me. Crashing a whip. Yeah, to crashing a whip. Well, not though that. that Hey, 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 my car clean now, though. I started at a good time to mess up because I started when I was, like, 14, I think, starting to get involved with it. I started at a great time to just process of elimination, bro, just figure out what's right. And I think a lot of the things I do even now is not completely right, but I definitely think it's a lot more right. I de- definitely think it's more of, like, a, a positive correlation. Yeah. You know, there's some things maybe here. Like, you know, like the dot charts? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I definitely think, you know, there's some things where I might mess up here, but it's not a lot. Most of them are up here. I think it's positive correlation. You're, you're on the right track, bro, and I really fuck with that because there's so many people out here that don't know what they want in life. They don't they don't have a set direction, and, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know if you have that set direction, but you have so many different business ventures that if one fails, all right, I got this one, yeah, you, know? you know? Bro, like, I, I really want, like, at the end of the day, bro, I want to just be able to, like, at least I have like one. At least have my own business to pass down for like be like really Chinese, bro. Maybe pass down a like you know a, a, a restaurant like a nail shop. Like while I'm fifty, you said a nail shop. Yeah, Damn, bro. Like, I want to be like super Chinese, but like, I want to be able to pass down a business to like you know like maybe like well if I even have like kids or something, God forbid, bro. No one, I hate kids. About to make me bust out the stereotypes and shit. Get canceled <laughs> on camera, bro. <laughs> shit. Hey, not nah, hey, most of the stereotypes are true. I'm not gonna lie. And I care to come back with a photo of Beyonce, bro. A photo of Beyonce? Bro, what's with you and Beyonce? They keep pulling up in Beyonce out here. <laughs> I don't know what's with Beyonce, bro. Yeah, you're in love or what? No, nah, bro. I don't know why they're pulling up Beyonce. You don't know what love is? You haven't gotten your heart broken yet, bro? Nah. Uh, yeah, I have. You, you I can't have. be a good creator if you haven't had your heart broken. Just so I, you know. I have, but I, I kind of bounced back really quick. You know? I would, actually, I didn't, get my, I didn't get my heart broken, but like I was in... um. I feel like I was in like a, I was definitely in a toxic relationship, bro. What about it was toxic? We love those around here. So go ahead, give us your story real quick. Part about it that was toxic was that I didn't know it was toxic, bro. <laughs> That's the part that I didn't know. I just didn't know it was wrong for me, bro. Like, growing, like there's there's always going to be that one thing that you don't know that, that's really like bad for you. I think that was my mess up. Like, I don't, do dr- I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't do none of that, bro. I barely even party, bro. People don't invite me to high school parties for that. Like, I don't, I don't have any urge to do any of that. So this person did drugs, they drank, what? Oh, like, oh no, I'm just saying, like, my mess up yeah. was, like my, my, well, like, my thing was, like, that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think um, while I was in it was more pain than when I got out. When I got out of it, bro, I was so happy, bro. I was just with, dude, I was, I was a pimp, bro. I'm still a pimp, bro. I'm still pimping out here. Honestly, bro, the relationship aspect, that's a lot of people's downfall, right? Mm-hmm. Because every relationship you have is always going to impact you in a different way. And it can be it could be a week, it could be a day, it could be, shit, a year, two years, right? And it's going to have an impact on you, whether you let it destroy or you keep it moving and let it just, you know, influence your creations. That's what really matters. But yeah, bro, honestly, you got a good head on your shoulders. I really appreciate you coming out today and, you know, reaching out to me. I think that was really dope, especially because I'm really a person that if somebody reaches out to me and they show like, hey, I want to be on this shit, I know that what you're doing is dope, then I'm going to I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that I get them on. So thank you, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And we're definitely going to get up some more, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me on. Of course.
All right, everybody, that's going to be all today. Thank you all for watching. Sad Boys for Real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.